Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Straight up with no chaser. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. He rebounded from last week in terms of the passing game. Um, and that showed up in practice. Uh, like I mentioned earlier in the week, he's, he's growing, he's developing. Um, it's, a, it's a joy as a coach to watch a player continue to take steps in terms of his development. Buffalo Bills head coach Sean McDermott on the growth and improvement of his running back James Cook, our man on a mission who may have had one of his best games as a pro. Ten rushes, 58 yards, five catches, 83 yards, and a touchdown. That's 141 yards of offense for James Cook, who helped guide the Bills to a win at Arrowhead. The fan Rochester's man on a mission brought to you by the Open Door Mission. Go to opendoormission.com to see how you can guarantee a win for someone today. Guy always wins. Talking about Alex Brasky, Bills Digest, and the Batavia Daily News. Joining us here in the sports bar. And Alex, I'm sure you're just like Gino and I, just basking in the glow of all the crocodile tears coming out of Kansas City today on a day where the, the story isn't the missed opportunities by either team. The story is you're going to call off sides on Kadarius Tony. The right call, by the way. How are you, Alex? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me once again. And yeah, you, you put it very well. I, I've never seen anything like it. Not only the coach coming out after the game and completely blasting the officials, which we don't see very often. You see Sean McDermott often asked about close calls at the end of games, and he takes the high road each time. Andy Road took the uh, the road less traveled in this case and really attacked the officials. And what I was most surprised about was like you said, the call was the correct call. They they were claiming that they wanted the officials to warn them of the penalty before the play, something that I think very childish and very unsportsmanlike from the Chiefs last night. And that video put out by Thad Brown of Patrick Mahomes interacting with Josh Allen at midfield. Uh, just, just, just bad stuff there. Yeah, it's uh, it's a win that puts Buffalo. Well, in a place, they're still in 11th place in the conference, Alex, but they do control their own destiny. I suppose there'd be a 1% chance if they won out and still uh, could not get in, but it could have very easily gone the other direction. What would we have been talking about today? And number one on my list 
What was that play calling sequence there uh, toward the end of the first half? We've been talking about how Joe Brady has done a better job, but Alex, that just seemed like a, a situation where you run the ball, you run some clock down. By the way, James Cook was having a fantastic afternoon uh, at the running back position, both carrying it and receiving it. Yeah, absolutely. Cook has been one of the top talents for the Bills offense all season. Uh, he certainly been one of their catalysts throughout the year. And you look at some statistics for Cook this season, ranks third in the NFL among running backs in scrimmage yards, leads all NFL running backs in average yards before contact, and ranks first in team history for average yards per carry. Those stats put out by Buffalo Bills PR today. So you do wonder why the Bills go away from Cook at some times. And I think they need to commit to him moving forward as the teams for sure lead back. You've seen Latavius Murray come in there at times this season, but it's time to go to Cook moving forward. And for certain, there is room to criticize Joe Brady yesterday in his play calling. I put out a tweet during the game. Uh, are we allowed to blame this offensive coordinator too, or is it just a Ken Dorsey thing? Uh, Joe Brady's received so much praise from Bill's fans, but I don't think yesterday's game, particularly during the second half, was his finest hour. But Josh Allen, once again, despite the worrisome interception that once again helped turn the game in the Chiefs' favor. Uh, I, I thought he was fantastic. Running the ball has really been an added element to his game that has helped this Bills offense reach another level, and, and he was fantastic once again. And I think you said it earlier on your show, if the Bills' record was a bit better, I think he'd be leading the MVP chase. Alex, uh, what about the return of Dawson Knox? We did see some 12 personnel, that two tight ends set that we saw earlier this year. But overall, I think the result of both of them being on the field wasn't a negative result and, and combined uh, 11 targets, eight catches, 57 yards. Uh, the return of Dawson Knox looks like it's only going to help this offense here moving forward. Yeah, it was certainly a question going into the game whether or not the Bills were going to go right back to that 12 personnel look often with Dawson Knox back in the lineup. And according to Joe Marino of Lockdown Bills, the Bills had 77 offensive snaps versus the Chiefs. Kincaid played 60 of them, Knox 36. Now, that may not tell the story moving forward as the Bills like to ramp players up in their return from extended injury. So perhaps Knox, his snap count will increase over the next few games, but did make an impact, made a few big catches, three catches for 36 yards. Kincaid made five catches. I believe that was tied for the team lead. So both players heavily involved, and I thought the 12th personnel worked well. You saw it open things up on the James Cook uh, touchdown reception on the seam, and uh, I think Dawson Knox being back in this offense is a big deal for this team. So I'm sure the answer to this is a little bit of both, but uh, you know this is not the Chiefs' offense that we've seen in recent years. However, the defense uh, yesterday, Alex, uh, particularly two young players taking the ball away. Uh, you know, Christian Benford doing a good job there, and AJ Epineza. And I'm curious to hear uh, McDermott talk at four o'clock. Maybe we'll get an idea of just the extent of that rib injury. He tried to come back in for one play, couldn't go. Um, AJ Epineza. I'm beginning to think he's not on this team next year, Alex, because he's making enough plays in a position that's in such high demand that somebody's going to offer him uh, too much money and the Bills won't be able to match. Yeah, I think he'll definitely demand plenty of money on the open market, and deservedly so. He's been a monster this year. His second inter interception of the season, the first we saw him return for the touchdown. He's tipped plenty of passes at the line. I believe I caught on the CBS broadcast last night that his sixth, tip passes, lead the NFL. So 
He's certainly been a factor in that regard. And, and just rushing the passer as well. You've heard Sean McDermott talk about his increased level of confidence. And I believe us in the media have seen that with him as well, just in his interactions uh, on, a, on a weekly basis. So a lot to be uh, impressed about with Epinesa's performance this season. And it, it would be a shame if he's out for any extended time because just the, the role he's on this year, you'd like to see him finish things out and help this team make a push for the playoffs. But I guess we'll find out what his long-term status is come at 4 o'clock. And Alex, I, I don't want to get off track here or, or uh, you know, I want to stay focused on, on yesterday's result, but just quickly on Epineza because I, I might push back a little bit on the idea that he's gone next year, that really? there's no way the Bills are going to keep him next year. Because I think we've seen now with this team, with the way they've structured this roster and some of the key players on this roster, there have been surprises over the course of time where it's like, we're definitely losing Matt Milano, but Matt Milano stays in Buffalo because this is where he wants to be and he can make himself a good living. Do you get the sense that, that Epineza could be one of those players, whether it be a Milano or a Poyer, guys that we think are all but gone, but end up staying in Buffalo because of what they have here in Buffalo? Yeah, there certainly has been a precedent set for that. You mentioned Milano and and there has been there have been others that have taken less money to remain in Buffalo with the Bills and you've heard Epineza speak glowingly of his time with the Bills time and again and I think the Bills are are a lot of the reason why he's made such a jump here uh, over the past few years particularly this year I think their player development has been really good in this case I think they've taken their time with Epineza and now this year they've given him a chance to break free and and that's what he's doing so. I think he's in a good position here with the Bills. The system seems to fit him, and, and the Bills' growing pass rush uh, really gives him an opportunity to flourish and takes the attention away from a player of his talent. So uh, I think this is a perfect place for him to succeed. Uh, I guess time will tell whether or not he remains, but I think you make a good point. I think this could be a player that, that we could see feel comfortable in Buffalo and and, and have that be a determining factor in his decision come the offseason. Yeah, uh, Alex, um, the, quite an interesting week here when you have uh, the serious nature of Von Miller and and some comments uh, that Sean McDermott made four years ago come to light, which are unsavory, but he apologized. And I guess, you know, that, that should be good enough for most of us an apology. So, um, is the McDermott story kind of over here? Because uh, I'm looking at the video in the locker room yesterday with Brandon Bean and a smiling Terry Bagula, and it just kind of what we've been saying on our show here, Alex, the whole time is whatever happens with, and this was before those those comments were revealed in the tight end piece. Sean McDermott's going to be back in, in 2024. Yeah, I thought so too, and. With, with the win, uh, certainly points things in that direction and, and, and certainly helps wash the taste out of the Bills' mouth of, of the past week. But, it, yeah, I, I think Sean McDermott and what he said about the 9-11 terrorist attacks, I think, as was reported and as he said, that was kind of, not to diminish uh, the, the statement, but I, I think that was kind of old news within the Bills' organization. He had apologized for that. I believe that they had moved on, but... It was brought back to light and forced to apologize again. Uh, but, but you heard all the players come up for McDermott after the game. Mitch Morse telling a story about years ago, uh, how he helped him through some anxiety before the game. Josh Allen coming out in support of him. Ed Oliver calling the sources for 
Tyler Dunn story cowards. So I, I think this team is, is as together as, as they have been all season. Uh, there have been questions uh, about that, but I, I don't think this is something that's going to break the team up. You, you saw uh, on one of the radio shows, Dunn said that this team was broken uh, after 13 seconds. I'm not sure a broken team goes 13-3 and three the following regular season and, and wins a playoff game. So I think they've dispelled any notion that, that this team is fractured, and I think they're ready to go on a run here. Do you think the Bills are good enough to win the Super Bowl with this roster, t- um, Alex? If you asked me midway through the season, I would have said no. But the way things are breaking in the AFC, the way that almost every team outside of perhaps the San Francisco 49ers just look flawed, yes, I, I think they are. And, the, and when you have Josh Allen, you always have a chance. I, I've been critical of Allen this year. He's made countless mistakes in critical moments but at the same time he gives the bills a chance to win week in and week out and and you saw that yesterday against the chiefs uh he he was a a big reason why they won the game and 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 with josh allen you're always going to have a chance and you you saw years ago bills were seven and six and they they went on a roll and i think the same thing could be coming this year i put a tweet last night the entire nfl should be scared of the buffalo bills granted I did that in the first half before the Chiefs made a, a little bit of a comeback, but coming away with that win, that's, that's something that could spark a team down the stretch. They really struggled in those close games, and to come away with one in such a critical moment, that could really turn the tide. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, if we were doing our NFL power rankings right now, you could say the 49ers are one. Maybe the Eagles are To me, uh, name a hotter team right now than the Dallas Cowboys. Now, Dallas, with that long winning streak at home, up in Buffalo this week. I mean, Alex, this is quite the matchup. So we've got a whole week to kind of dive into this. But if what you're saying that maybe the Bills, if they do get on a roll, but you got to get past Dallas here. How do the Bills do this? Well, not for nothing. Dallas is has been a different team on the road this season. They lost to the Cardinals on the road. They got blown out by the 49ers on the road, and they fell in a close game at the hands of Philadelphia on the road. They, they did beat the Panthers on the road after that loss to the Eagles, but this is a different team on the road. They are much more comfortable inside AT&T Stadium. 
Dak Prescott's been incredible this year. He was incredible once again last night. There's no way around it, but the Bills seem to be finding their groove at the right time, and, and conversely, as Dallas has not played well on the road, Buffalo's played fairly well at home this year and, and throughout the past several years, so I'm expecting the Bills to, to put up a good effort against the Cowboys come Sunday, but by no means will this be an easy matchup for the Bills. The Cowboys' defense seems to turn over teams like crazy, and they really complement Prescott well. So this this will not be an easy matchup for the Bills, but once again, a critical matchup for the Bills. is seems like everybody in the AFC is 7-6 and six at this point. Alex, I want to make sure you have time for Sean McDermott here, who's coming up uh, at 4 o'clock, and we know you got a lot that uh, you're working on there for the Batavia Daily News and, of course, Bill's Digest as well. What can we check out uh, this week that you're uh, working on here in advance of that uh, matchup against Dallas? You can follow my coverage throughout the week. Any big news that stems from practice at, at One Bill's Drive, you can also catch up on my seven takeaways from the game against the Chiefs, Bill's Digest, season review issue coming out postseason, but if the Bills are to advance to the playoffs, we will have a preview issue available digitally leading up to every game, and if they do make it to the Super Bowl, we'll have a print edition available for our subscribers, so look forward to that from Bills Digest. The DailyNewsOnline.com is where you can find the seven takeaways and the weekly coverage. I appreciate the time, guys. Yeah, Alex, uh, you're the best, and uh, we'll see you out at the stadium on Sunday. Thanks, Alex. Sounds good. Alex Braski, Bills Digest, Batavia Daily News, stopping by the sports bar, sharing some thoughts on a Bills victory Monday after they dispatch of the Chiefs at Arrowhead. See some of those stats, uh, Josh Allen against Patrick Mahomes, the first guy to give Patrick Mahomes three losses and you know 3-0 the last three years at Arrowhead. Nobody else has that on Mahomes. Like, n- nice little stats there, where, except in the games where it, it has a little bit more weight. The Bills have had their way against Kansas City on the road. And... Uh... And the Bills won as an underdog. They finished it like that. The line was very slim. You got to go back to that day after Christmas game, yeah. the Isaiah McKenzie game against the Patriots. Winning a one-score game for the Buffalo Bills always seems like the most challenging thing for them to do. But when they do it, it does feel a little bit satisfying. And God, I really, really struggle with what life would have looked like today if Tony wasn't offsides and that play was executed the way it was. Because when it happened in the moment, weren't you just like, oh. Jeez. Oh, no, no, I'll, I'll do you one better on that. What if he was offside and there wasn't a flag? Oh, Jesus. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. And then we, we've been, our position on our show is don't bring the loser energy. And that would have been one that would have been hard to defend where people would have been upset. Again, um, I would probably, okay, so if in that scenario, we would be talking a lot about the mismanagement of the clock at the end of the second half by the Buffalo Bills, that that four-minute offense wasn't really up to snuff, especially as you approach the two-minute warning. You could have eaten up more clock. Mm-hmm. You gave them the ball back too quickly. Haven't you learned from your mistakes in the past that you can't give Patrick Mahomes that much time? Uh, th- I think that's what we would have been talking about if we weren't going to be complaining about a missed call on a Kadarius Tony. Lining up offsides. Also, you and I disagree on this one. I think it was a drop by Latavius Murray. Oh, no. I thought that was a catch. no, no, no. He doesn't have. It's kind of bobbled and was one of those. Well, that's the way they called it on the field. So you kind of got to hold it. If if it got overturned, I would would have understood. I, I guess I would have understood as well. But it looked like a catch to me. 
Um, but again, it's the NFL. What is a catch? And, and the great thing about all of this is, for the NFL's point of view, what we're talking about this, not in a positive way with the officiating. It, it feels like it's a joke, but it's only going to get heightened and more under the microscope as these games mean more in the postseason and as you get to the Super Bowl. And the NFL isn't going to change anything. They're not going to They're not going to stop calling games the way they call games. They're, everything is going to remain status quo with officiating in the NFL. Can I make a suggestion, too, for the offense? Because, yes, it should be James Cook. And whenever Cook needs a breather, um, that's when you put in somebody else. Not this, hey, it's Ty Johnson's a series. It's th-. No, it's, every series should be Cook, and then if he needs a breather. But what about the breather? How, who, who should be the next guy in line? I'm, I'm going to make a suggestion. At what point are you going to go to your secret weapon here on the practice squad? Oh, Leonard Fournette? Yeah, like like at some point I'm looking at Murray, and we all like Murray because he's a central New York guy, and he does some good things for the Buffalo Bills, but I'm just You know why they like Murray. Because a a veteran guy who knows where he needs to be is like catnip for a coach, and that's Latavius Murray. Is it Ty Johnson too? Yes, because he's been here longer. (laughs) Because he's been here longer, and he has a better handle on it, where I don't know what Leonard Fournette looks like in practice, and I don't know what the coaches think of Leonard Fournette. I know what Leonard Fournette looked like in the Super Bowl run with the Buccaneers two years ago. Absolutely. We all saw that, but that was a different team, a different set of circumstances, a different coaching staff. I know the guy is frustrated. He just wants to get out there and play. I mean, maybe that's the Bills playing to that emotion. The idea that when Fournette does get unleashed, if he gets unleashed, that he's going to unleash hell. You've got Damian Harris potentially returning here at some point as well. You may not see Leonard Fournette, which is a luxury. If it's an injury thing, <laughs> I forgot about Damian Harrison. I, yeah, he just went to the land of IR. Yeah, like you never heard from him. Right, yeah. he might come back, and you might not even see Leonard Fournette this season because why do you need him? It's I'm a luxury. Just wondering. Well, at some point, Leonard Fournette is going to be like, "All right, get me out of here. Then give me my release." He's on the practice squad. Any team could take him. Any team could take him right now. Well. Joe Flacco was demoted to the practice squad today, and it's just kind of roster gymnastics yeah. in Cleveland. So. Why wouldn't you try to screw the Browns if you're the Steelers? <laughs> no, honestly, like if you're going to play roster gymnastics like that, like Leonard Joel Flacco's like, well, I'm not going to go anywhere. Not your choice. Dude. Are there unspoken rules yes. in the NFL when it comes to that? Because I don't know that that there's a team out there that that wants Leonard Fournette. He's been on the practice squad for how many weeks now? I want Joe Flacco as my backup quarterback in Buffalo. Wouldn't that be an upgrade over Kyle Allen? But no, because Kyle Allen's been here. He knows the system. And, uh, I made an appearance on uh, PJ Glasser's uh, show yesterday from uh, the BetMGM Casino mm-hmm. there in, in D.C. And uh, true to form, our buddy PJ Glasser, who joins us every Wednesday afternoon, he said, Danger, I got to tell you, I'm watching this Browns-Jags game, and I'm so impressed by the play of Joe Flacco. <laughs> My God. Becky writing in. You can uh, tweet at us at the fan Rochester is our handle or whatever we say. It's X now. You get what I'm saying. Becky writing in. Gene, do you really think any game is a gimme for this team? Okay, this goes back to my if you get by, by Dallas, everything sets up because I'm giving them wins over the Chargers and the Patriots. And the answer, Becky, is yes. <laughs> like that was then. This is now. Um, the Chargers barely showed up. How is that coach still employed, by the way? Oh, he's done. He's toast. I, well, like, what are they waiting for? And and now with uh, a fractured finger for Justin Herbert. And 
I love Easton Stick. I mean, like, look, the guy has might might be the best name in all of professional sports. Almost as if he was born and his dad looked at the corner of the garage and just said, "Hey, Easton Stick." Hey, that'd be a good name yeah. for a kid. You know, he'd be an unbelievable name for a hockey player. Instead, we've got Easton Stick uh, as as Herbert's backup and probably getting his first NFL start come Thursday night against the Raiders. Oof. <laughs> but yeah, you can't lose to Easton Stick. Cannot lose to Easton Stick. Uh, takes on tap next in the sports bar before we get to Jay Binkley coming up here in about a half an hour or so. Uh, I've been playing around with that playoff machine and there's actually a way... Even if the Bills were to lose on Sunday to Dallas, there's still a way that the Bills could be playing for the AFC East Championship Week 18 against Miami. This mm. is my my prediction from the beginning of the season, and I'm holding on to the dream as long as I can. All I'm going to require you to do is suspend your preconceived notions on one player for one week. I'll explain. You know, it's, to end up in SNL's weekend update, that shouldn't be a goal of anybody's, but no. this happened for the Bills over the weekend. I'm going to give you a thought here. Actually, it's a suggestion by Peter King. Just like to put the story to bed and everybody move on in regards to Sean McBur- McDermott here. And <laughs> we have to revisit here. What in the world? Like you just had, you had trolling, you had bad journalism, you had 10 years, 700 million. That's showing story from Friday into Saturday had a little bit of everything. When last we spoke, we were kind of convinced that Shohei was going to be a Blue Jay. So what happened? And how did this Get, how did this play out the way that it played out? If you believe what's being put out there, it's a pretty remarkable story. Yeah, we should go into that a little bit. We'll get into that next here in the sports bar. Jay Binkley of 610 Sports in Kansas City joining us right around 425 as well. Here on the fan, Rochester. This holiday season, all of your wishes are coming true on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 95.7 The Fan. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet that's 150 bucks if your team wins if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel there's no better time to get in on the action the app is super easy to use and there's a wide range of betting options from spreads to player props over unders and more so visit FanDuel.com slash Mike FanDuel.com slash Mike M-I-K-E and join me this NFL season on FanDuel official partner of the NFL 21 plus and physically present in New York first online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required $10 first deposit required bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com for help with a gambling problem call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 you're listening to the sports bar with danger in Bataglia on 95.7 FM and AM 950 the fan Rochester this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.